I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Well, folks, it's that time of year. The birds are singing, the grass is greening, and we're all just looking forward to the harvest festival at the end of the month. What? 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 Yes. Who knows when this was recorded? Not the audience, only I and my fellow co-hosts. Yes, old well, Pumpkin Tom is doing his thing, spreading well, pumpkin who, seeds every morning. Well, Kyle, that's, you know, Cammy and I are very excited for you about, you know, helping you put on this pumpkin festival who the for hell God is knows pumpkin what reason. Tom? Yeah. He's like Jack Frost, except pumpkins. Oh, He's Pumpkin racist Tom. too, isn't he? Right. He hates uh he hates yellow pumpkins. <laughs> he um, calls them gourds and just kicks them. Oh my goodness. But you know, okay, so I, I you know, I can I can I can deal with trying to set up a fall festival on February twenty eighth of twenty twenty three. Um I can I can deal with the cold, I can deal with all the, the, the soft pumpkins, I can deal with all the children spitting on me. Um but you know what, Cammy and I can't deal with is getting uh, is is the are these paychecks? These uh, we are not getting a fair share here, and I think we need to talk about the bonus situation going on. <laughs> I think we should all be paid according to the contracts that we all agreed to. But hey, I'm well, just you know Mr. Lawyer over here saying that once you sign a contract, you are bound. Well, is it because you're, well, yeah, well, are you all high and mighty about your contract because it's a little bit better than Cammy and me? You know, Cammy and I, we make the, we make this festival what it is. I wrote the contracts. I know their, but mine's better. Yeah. I put in a lot of, right. collar. you leave yeah. us alone and give us our money. If you would yeah. stop leaving those collars in my face just because mine's white and yours are blue, you think you're, no, I think I'm better than you because of that. That doesn't work. Oh, so it's a race thing. <laughs> no, it's a t-shirt color thing oh so it's a color thing then i guess ever yeah. since i changed ever since i changed my name to Jarrett yafet koto kareem abdul jabbar <laughs> you've been talking to me funny your new last name well, is I, think jabbar? It's, I think it's kind of a silly name since you went from miller to that it's a little silly i've been calling wow. him miller miller i've been calling him cramble <laughs> why i oughta oh my god hey everybody We'll settle this later. Uh, off mic. I hope you say. enjoyed that spooky time skit brought to you at the beginning of our episode by our uh, new sponsor this week, the Wayland Yutani Company. Wayland Yutani, <laughs> we know what we're doing, so shut up. Building better worlds. Yikes. Oh my goodness. Well, in case you haven't noticed, uh, we're talking today about Ridley Scott's um, intergalactic masterpiece. Some would say that this film is out of this world. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you. Praise the movie. <laughs> I'm hanging up. Huh. Uh, oh, jeez. I can't Cammy, do this anymore. Come back. Oh, my goodness. Well, hi. We should say the name of the movie real quick. No. No. <laughs> I need to, somewhere to put the trailer. We're going to say the movie, name of the movie real quick. Oh. 
Alien. 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 Now to introduce ourselves, I'm one of your hosts today. My name is Kyle, and I also have milk for blood. It's a rare medical condition. I'm not an android. I'm just like you or me. It's just it's milky in there. I I once saw Kyle walk down, uh, like spend an entire weekend eating cereal, and then go to the bathroom with, and and then he walked out of the bathroom, and there was what appeared to be a big bowl of cereal in the toilet. It just goes right through me. <laughs> no, because because you excrete milk. I ate that cereal. It was delicious. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I ate your fecal cereal. No. All right. Who's joining prize? me today as we investigate a strange signal from a distant world? Oh, it's me, Cammy, and uh, like Ripley, I think that it is best to fight aliens in your underwear. It's the only time they were effectively yeah. able to neutralize it. gives you it. that nice little breeze. Uh, also, this episode was brought to you by Haynes. Who else is here? <laughs> Haynes. We're tough enough to, su- to uh, sustain that alien blood so we can sustain whatever's coming out of you, too. <laughs> we contain Sigourney Weaver's bush. <laughs> Hachi Machi. Hachi Machi, well. indeed. Yes. Well, uh, it's me. What's new, Pussycat Jonesy Jarrett Miller? It's uh, it's just me. I'm ready to talk <laughs> about this movie. All right. Alien, the 1979 masterpiece. Jarrett, you, historically, every January or so, you just dive back into the Alien franchise and just sw- swim around like it was a big bowl of soup. It is the season, Kyle. It mm. is. Well, you get it's your really pumpkin all- jack stickers and you... Uh, <laughs> You sit down, you watch some Alien, Aliens, Alien 3. It's about the, okay, so a couple years ago, I had never, it was a blind, this franchise was kind of a blind spot for me. I had seen the most of them, but it had been many years, and then just, uh, like, you know, like many of us during the pandemic, I had a lot of free time on my hands, to catch up on shit that I liked, but, you know, hadn't really caught up with a while. So 2020, I had I had just, you know, sat down one night and watched everything alien. And I was just like, I <sighs> there are times where I think I love it. I love the alien franchise more than Star Wars. I definitely do. Yeah, I think I might. I think it might be safe to say I do as well. It's just but so good. It's, 
it's great and it you it happened you know kind of happened around this time of the year so I, I I'm weird like that sometimes where it's like I'll kind of do annual watches and I don't even necessarily realize it's happening that I get into like these like oh it's springtime like why do I really want to watch Evangelion for all of a sudden <laughs> um but yeah Valentine's it's, it's, Day it, time to fire up Arrested <clears throat> Development exactly <laughs> yep exactly R.I.P. Netflix but anyway yeah, I love this series. I love this franchise. I love this movie. I love it. I love it. I love it. Currently filming Alien Romulus right now. Romulus? Is that what it's called? I think that's the working title, but I don't know. Uh, it might stick. It's what I, it's what Wikipedia says. But that and the TV show are in... Or the, the movie is filming. The TV show is going to start filming this summer. So... I would I'm love excited. nothing more than to see the the xenomorphs fight the Romulans from Star Trek. I want that to be what that movie is about. <laughs> Highly illogical. I know those are Vulcans, but come on. They're a cousin species. Star uh, Trek is definitely a blind spot series for me. I need to catch up with that. I watched Next Gen in the, uh, in the COVID times, and it was so good. <laughs> I don't want to watch any other Star Trek, though. I don't trust anyone but Picard to help me in the galaxy. Uh, Wow. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Oh, you trust a white man to help you in the galaxy. What's that say about you? I would trust whatever shape Jean-Luc Picard takes. He was a Borg for a little while, so it's not racist. Gene anyway. Luke Packard. <laughs> uh, Cammy, what's your history with the Alien franchise? How do you feel about these slimy, slimy boys? Yeah. Slimy boys. And how. This is a really slimy movie. Um, it is. I really deeply love the first alien and um i still think that i maybe don't love it as much as you two do um god damn it i like get off the show (laughs) i kind (laughs) of like that this is a movie that all three of us are pretty passionate about when it comes to movies in general not just horror it's it's fantastic i spent um a small chunk of my week this week watching uh, Memory, the origin of Alien documentary on Shudder. And so I've got a few little fun facts later on. There's there's a lot to it, though. Um, If you want to learn about Alien, you want to learn more than what you learn on this episode, which frankly won't be very much. um, (laughs) You can go you can go watch watch that. um, But just be warned. It is. Perhaps the most pretentious film documentary I've ever watched in my entire life. And I think I Oh man. I think I saw yeah. that coming. Um this whole movie is just an amalgamation of pretension. Uh, yeah, different artists and what different things really deeply mean. Um so so yeah, it's it goes off on on these tangents about Francis Bacon and you know of course H.R. Giger <laughs> and um, the way that their art affected the way that this movie was made and and you know like the political climate in America in the late seventies and you know all of that crap. So we wanted the xenomorph to strike a blow for the commies and it did. <laughs> yeah, For real. So it's basically a penis with legs. <laughs> The, the movie is a penis with legs. That's yeah. the whole film. 
that was H.R. Geiger's initial, you know, prompt for teeth. the alien. And that's it. It it's... is a mean penis. <laughs> yeah, that's sure thing, H.R. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Han. Back to your trailer. Um, so, yeah, ah! I, uh, I, I like it a lot. All right. Yeah. Who didn't go yet? Kyle? Uh, yeah, Alien. I This is probably my favorite horror movie ever. And then I love Aliens. It's the perfect pivot from a mysterious horror movie to uh, an action horror movie. It just, they both are different, but they both work perfectly in my, in my humble, humble opinion. Uh, and then things get weird with three, but I'm okay with that. And the alien keeps yeah, fighting yep. other monsters. Alien versus Predator. I read a comic book when I was a kid, Alien versus Superman. And that was really cool. Maybe Afraid of the Dark what? for a few months. Oh, no. Yeah. And in fact, uh, man. I would watch this movie oh, like whenever it came up on like the uh, the like the premium channels, like the HBO channels or the, the the 500 channels. But I would never see the beginning. And so when I first saw Prometheus and people were talking like, oh, yeah, it's that ship from the beginning of Alien. We can finally learn about those, you know, weird corpses they found. I'm like, whoa, there were corpses and other ships? Like, what? No, no, the aliens just on, but the, it's not. on the boat with them. It's a different them. planet. Whoa. And like I knew they landed on a planet and... It was stormy, and then one of them got face-hugged, but that was the extent of my knowledge for many, many years of being an Alien fan. It's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, that was that, that, those were dark times for being an Alien fan, I feel like, when Prometheus came out. I think now it's... it's uh, I, I will never forget. I remember watching all of the original Alien uh, and then Aliens in my childhood bedroom and then going to see Prometheus with... Cammy and Taylor uh, hey. after after that night and that was around that I, I will never forget that viewing one because it was the night I shouted out oh yeah uh, this is the Jewish exorcist when the when the possession uh, trailer <laughs> came on and the guy behind us thought it was like the funniest thing in the world and I was I'm like, glad you got a laugh Thanks. besides the ones that we gave you because that was a really funny joke <laughs> Yeah, good times. Now I now anyone talks during the movie, I want to strangle them dead. But uh, it was a trailer. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. That doesn't count. It only counts if you do it more than once. That's true. That's true. But no, yeah, this is like the one that started it all. I definitely, I think I almost agree with Cammy where this isn't my favorite of the franchise. Oh, but oh no, this is my favorite of the franchise. The Alien, Alien is your favorite of the franchise? Yes. I thought Alien 4 was your favorite of the franchise. No, I just like Alien 4 more than Aliens, and a lot of people get mad at me <gasps> about that. Okay, I can't get mad at you for that. It's too... I could, it's, it's... but I won't. Oh, I'll suppress, suppress I've only the seen, Okay, I've only seen Aliens once, and it was like a few years ago. That movie is really, really? New what? I know, like I missed out on it, and I, I had just never seen it before, and I finally sat down and watched it, and I was like, "This is an action movie," and I'm not really, I don't really love action movies, and I know that, like, you know, James Cameron is, you know, the king of the action-based sequel, but and I yeah. love like Terminator Two. That's my favorite action movie ever. So I think maybe I need to revisit Aliens and give it another fair shake. It's not that I don't like it. I li- I really I don't like think it. you guys. You guys I don't think maybe you should. I think you're gonna. <gasps> we gotta do next week's episode. 
Yeah, you what guys kind? can come over and rewatch it on Laserdisc. Mm-hmm. Well, I was saying, Kami, I don't think you should rewatch it. I think you're going to rewatch it within a week because we got to record something about Ooh, it. Ooh, Daddy it's, Kyle's mad at us. Is he? I'm not mad. I'm just <laughs> disappointed. Aww. <laughs> Aww, shucks. I'll go to uh, my Sigourney Weaver room. The Weaver room. <laughs> and I'm watching like all that. of these movies on VHS. <gasps> Except oh, for yeah. Prometheus and Covenant, of course. Um, are they are they the VHSs that are in your guest bedroom that I I, I drool at every time I stay at your house? Yes. Uh, do you, <laughs> do you want those? What? I have two of those ex- those box sets. I have two identical ones. Um, I can give you one. You can have the one that's in our guest Holy room. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. This is a great night. <laughs> well, Kyle, I think it's that time of the show where you, you know, Cammy and I are just waking up from our little hibernation pods. And man, oh, man, do I have some uh, uh, acid reflux. And it feels like something's about <laughs> to burst out of my out of my <laughs> chest. Ugh, oh. man, I'll I'll be fine. Just, you know, how about we just get on with this with the plot synopsis while I nurse this acid reflux. All right. Now, it's important, Jared, if you feel any kind of chest pains, turn away from me. Okay. That's fair. Okay. This is a new shirt. All right. So, a long time from now, in a galaxy not too far away, (laughs) the Nostromos sails through space. Its crew is awoken to investigate a signal of unknown origin from from planet LZ-42069. Dirty birdie. The crew consists of Ellen, ass kicker Ripley, Captain Dallas, Mrs. Captain Dallas, Lieutenant Redshirt, uh, Parker, Parker's parrot, and the science officer, the lovable Dr. Hugh Mann. Unfortunately, this crew of space truckers isn't very good at exploring, and soon after setting foot on the planet, Lieutenant Redshirt is attacked. The scouting party tries to get him back on the ship, but first, Ripley has two questions for them. One, what's that on his face? And two, do we really want that on the ship? She's eventually overruled with the logic, it's hugging his face, it must be friendly. (laughs) I love you, John Hurt. (laughs) I just want a hug. (laughs) Back in space, it seems nothing can be done to remove the alien. It's got acid for blood, for Christ's sake. Uh, the crew decide to handle this the way that their distant ancestors handled climate change. They're not going to do anything, and they're going to hope it sorts itself out. And just Amen. like with climate change, it works. <laughs> After a while, the alien dies. Uh, the crewmate wakes up, and everyone is celebrating with a nice soup dinner, except for the red shirt who orders the special. But unbeknownst <laughs> to the crew... Uh, all the face-hugging put so much love into that guy's system that his chest, his heart actually burst out. And then a the new little alien bad, skittered away. Now the crew has a new mission. Find the alien. The mission ends in one crew death. They have another mission. Kill the alien. The mission ends in another crew death. A third new mission. Try asking Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> that mission ends Jeeves in another Jeeves doesn't work, death. go to Mommy. Go to Mother. Uh, Go to Bing. They have answers. So now the surviving crew know that their real mission was to get an alien and bring it home all along. 
and lovable Dr. Hugh Man. He was actually a milk bot from the planet Creamulon. Mm. Ah! Yum. My dad yeah. speeds through Creamulon. He <laughs> says, we can't stop here. This is Milkman <laughs> country. <laughs> milk bots control the whole Creamulon system. <laughs> All right. So their faith in corporate responsibility shattered. The crew says, fuck it. We're just going to blow up the, the spaceship. While doing that, more crew are killed, and now it's just Ripley versus the alien, with Jonesy the cat siding with whoever wins. He's a fair-weather feline. So Ripley presses, presses the self-destruct button and races to escape the ship, only to find that the alien is blocking her way. So then she runs back and tries to unpress the self-destruct button, but Mother ain't having it. Ripley <laughs> once again runs through the ship to the escape pod, where the alien is no longer there. That problem solves itself, Ripley thinks, as she hops in and flies to safety. Later that night, when Ripley is getting ready for bed, she finds a stowaway, the alien. <gasps> After the alien oh refuses God. to provide cash, grass, or ass for the ride, Ripley shoots him out into space. <laughs> Nobody rides for free. Not even xenomorphs. All right, so she shoots it out the airlock. And it might have been screaming while this happened, but we couldn't hear it because, you know, about space. The end. Yay. Incredible. Incredible. Kyle, I have to tell you, after every... You you just get better and better after each and every one of these plot synopsises. I think that you... <clears throat> I think that you have a really great future <coughs> in, oh. um, in writing... I think short form synopses. <coughs> it's, it's killing him. Oh no! <coughs> Someone call oh, an ambulance. Baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh boy. Something just shot out of my chest. It was phlegm. Was it your dog? <laughs> No, it was a little. Uh, it was a little pink thing, and it ran away. Oh, well, you it ran out of the room. Job. Well, I it hope to find it when friend. it's eight feet tall. I'm gonna call. I him said the Fleming same thing about I that acorn him. I planted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Flemmy. Oh, when acorny. One day you'll be a mighty oak, and you'll save me from the alien. Wait, you guys knew I was doing an alien reference, right? I really wasn't coughing. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were oh, coughing, okay. but then you were coughing so much you had to pivot and you turned it into an alien reference. No, 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 no. I was, it, was, it was all for the alien, and I hurt my throat doing it. <clears throat> Are you okay? Ow! I have to talk like Caillou the rest of this show now. Please don't fucking do that. <laughs> you don't have Mommy, to be in the rest of the show. What is it, Caillou? I want to watch Alien, please! No, Caillou, that's much too scary. Fuck you, Mommy, it's not too scary. <laughs> anyway, I'm 45 That's basically years the old. show. <laughs> uh, I'll be okay. Okay. So I think it's pretty clear that we are all fans of this movie and this franchise. Yes. And in just Alien in general. I think I that... I love Aliens. Say that again, Kyle. I love aliens. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is like the best depiction, in my opinion, of 
I mean, it's very seven. It's it's kind of got that like seventies vibe to it. Like you watch the movie and you're like, oh, it's this was clearly made in the seventies. Just kind of like yeah. the uh, the rainbow badge for the Nostromo or Nostromo or or mm-hmm. it, and it just kind of like the grunt attire. It's just very. 70s like the headbands and stuff like that um but it's also you know it could easily be you know what do they say fashion is cyclical so or, or fashion yeah. is a wheel it comes back every like so often it sure so, does yeah so that makes sense where they could kind of be 70s ish but like playing a video game that is based off of alien and like what then re-watching this movie like last night I was like dumb. I have a whole new appreciation for Alien Isolation now for how spot on accurate everything is based off of Alien and Aliens like in that game. Like that game yeah. is like such a perfect uh depiction of Ridley Scott's original fucking set. Like it's incredible. I mean, go to after this, after you're done listening to this episode, folks, go to YouTube. Just type in "Alien Isolation" all cutscenes, and mm-hmm. it's like a two. It's like a two-hour movie. You can just sit and watch it, and it's it's an oddly paced alien movie, but it's definitely an alien movie. Like it fits yeah. perfectly. It's like I don't remember Ripley having to do this much shit, like running back and yeah. forth. <laughs> I've had to repair the engine six times by now. What's Ripley? What was Ripley doing? Jesus Christ! I gotta blow it out of the airlock. You would Someone have thought that they would have done that sooner. If I were the but alien, no. I would avoid airlocks. That appears to be one of their bigger weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. Space is... For, you know, for being an alien, it really doesn't like space much. Yeah. What a dick. What a stupid little alien. No, he's he's a smart boy. He's a pretty boy. He's pretty he's smart. He's pretty smart, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't see it much in this one, but I think in, in the later installments, the intelligent predator aspect of the alien shines a lot more. Yeah. Especially in uh, Resurrection. It. Because it has a chance to work as a team. Um, yeah, and their, t- mm-hmm. their teamwork involves eating the weak one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like, uh, this is like, I don't, I really don't know exactly. Maybe Cammy can, maybe you know within the fun facts setting of the show but do you know what the differences really are between the special edition and the theatrical cuts no of this movie <laughs> I don't. yeah i don't either <laughs> i don't e- i couldn't really find anything that in depth i think it's got like a few extra minutes mm-hmm. you can see the aliens wang in the special edition that while well, the alien <laughs> is a wang it's a human wang all wangs no wangs with it, teeth like between the legs the actor his pants split and no one Told him until after the filming, so you can oh, just see no. his 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 wangs swinging around. My God, yeah, they said Yafet Koto and Harry Dean Stanton walked around naked on the set just so that they could uh, um, really make the rest of the crew feel like they were outsiders. <laughs> I really don't think that's what happened. <laughs> oh man! But there's no well, way to know for sure. That's true. Yafet Koto took and Harry Dean Stanton are both dead, taking that secret to their graves. All right, Cammy, you got some fun facts for us? I sure dish that dirt, sis. I I will. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, 
to start from the very beginning, this movie was written by Dan O'Bannon. It was his idea originally, but like by his of idea. Of Dark Star? What? Of Dark Star fame, Dan O'Bannon? Yes. Um, he actually no, had that was like, Dan O'Dana. He had kind of a huge falling out with John Carpenter after Dark Star was made because he wanted a co-director credit and John Carpenter was like, no. Um, <laughs> I guess like he felt that he did enough to earn like a director credit and and john carpenter yeah told him no so uh yeah that's our johnny boy yep so it was written by uh dan o'bannon and ron chassette but yeah dan o'bannon said that he um he's uh, there's like a quote that says he said i didn't steal from anybody i stole from everybody so there are like this entire movie is a giant you know, smorgasbord of ideas that he got from different stories, um, namely H.P. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness and um, hmm. various comics, like 50s comics. There's a 1951 EC comic called Seeds of Jupiter, where there's a, a crew on like an aircraft carrier and this thing like comes out of the sky. It's like an asteroid or whatever. And it drops all these like seeds. They look like peach pits. And there's this guy who they call peach pit who chews (laughs) chews on peach pits or whatever. And they like, as a joke, as a joke, they give him one of them instead of an actual peach pit. And he accidentally swallows it and they have to do surgery. And then the the alien bursts out of this guy's stomach, i.e., you know, like in the movie. Um, uh, so yeah, there's lots of lots of different stories and artists and authors and movies that he he got this idea for Alien from, but they were all very like clean sci-fi sort of things, you know, like think like Forbidden Planet and like Logan's Run, where everything is very clean. Um, sure it's funny that this semi-idyllic yeah this movie would have been i think a lot more hard for people to digest if it hadn't come out after star wars because star wars really did that first where it it was like oh like this is like dingy space this is dirty this is used it feels lived in it doesn't feel immaculate um dirty space as they call it um (laughs) the way that other sci-fi everything has sort of given us um, since the dawn well, it, of the sci-fi film. It's funny because like comparing, like if when these had come out, uh, you know, before the acquisition, obviously, but you would compare star Wars and this, and it's very much like such a polar opposite where like star Wars is definitely like the Disney version of space. Uh, it, at, uh, yeah. of the time. Goofy characters, fun, bright lights, Nowadays, and all that. And then this is especially now, now, so yeah, now legit, it's the Disney version. Yeah, of space. and I, you know, but, Star Star Wars never set out to be realistic. Um, they mm-hmm. just he just wanted to make it look lived in. I guess the the whole the universe itself in Star Wars, and there's a lot of in that documentary I was watching. There was a lot of. I think unfair comparison between Alien and Star Wars because like they are both like space based films, but there's really not a whole lot that they have in common. 
Um, yes, I would agree. Alien is straight yeah. up a sci-fi horror movie, and mm-hmm. Star Wars is sci-fi, I guess. But it's like a, it's like an adventure space western, you know. Yeah, yeah it's cowboys it's and meant, wizards. It's not meant to scare you. It's not you know. It's not meant to have the same vibe as Alien. Yeah, really. The only comparison I could see between them is that it highlights class differences. Yeah. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. And, and and that they take place in space. That's Definitely. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like the alien I mean, Ripley universe... does use the lightsaber in the second one. So that's another comparison. Yeah. But that's true. That was just cosmetic. <laughs> the alien universe feels more tangible to. Um... Feels more realistic. Like this is yes. where we could go. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so contrary to popular belief, 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 um, the actors knew that there was a chestburster scene in the movie. I feel like that gets construed <gasps> a lot. Um, they knew it oh, was they coming. they said no one knew. Yeah, they, everybody knew it was coming. Like, they read the script. It was in the script. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but they just didn't know how it was going to be done. So, yeah. The way that they're reacting to it happening is mainly because it got fucked up a little bit. Um, Uh Uh-oh. Like, their way of... Supposed to come out the back door. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, it didn't burst through his shirt the way it was supposed to on the, like, first or second try. So, when they finally got it right, they really had to, like, push it through. And that made a lot of blood go everywhere. So, like, Veronica Cartwright, like, freaks out and falls down... Um, because she got a, like a jet of blood in her face. She fell like stepped back and then her knees hit like a, like a bench or whatever. And it like took uh-huh. her legs out from under her and she just fell down. Jesus. So it was, yeah, it was a beautiful scene and it was beautifully shot, but like they had to do a few takes with the chest burster and, like trying to get it to jump out of his stomach was kind of funny to watch. Um, they couldn't do that on the first take either. So it's like, they're like action. And then it like hops out just a little <laughs> bit and then like slowly just falls over. And you can hear, I think it's Ridley Scott in the background. He goes, fuck. <laughs> Cut. Jeez. <laughs> He's down. Yeah, um, so but it looks like it was a fun, fun scene to shoot, regardless. And um, what's his name? It's John Hurt, right? He's stuck in the table for several hours mm-hmm. while they were filming that. So that's that had to have sucked for him. But it was can we hurry this up? I need to be at Ollivander's by six. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The one chooses the wizard, Ripley. Yeah. Um. And they really had to fight for H.R. Giger to be on the team for this movie at all. Because uh, he kept drawing all those penises and submitting that as his, his work. <laughs> Was he a scummy man? Am I am I thinking of that wrong? Probably. I don't know. Um, I need to rewatch not to this my documentary. But... Okay. Because I think you, I think he's remembered fondly, but for some reason, there's just something like I feel like. Did he have like scandal in his life? Well, I think I know. I think Isaac Asimov was recently kind of outed as a scummy guy 
And I think of him and H.R. Geiger in kind of the same circles. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of too. Huh. I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth or speak ill of the dead. Seems like his wife Only is the pretty living. young. Unless she just has a really good plastic surgeon. I don't know when he died. Um, is he dead? She's got that. He's she's, dead. I think, he's, HR I think he died not sure too dead. long ago. Oh, yeah. He died a while ago. Um, but, like, his wife looks like she's, like, 50. So that's a little oh. concerning. Um, considering oh, he, he died was, 2014. He was probably, like, 80 when he died, right? Uh, 40 to 2014. <laughs> nice. Um, They shopped this movie to uh, Roger Corman at first, and he read the script and he was like, this is this is too big for me. Like, I I could give you some money, but I think you should shop it around to other studios because it could be really great if you did that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bless you. Thank you. Um, And so they did. They went and shopped it to eventually Fox and Fox picked it up. But yeah, the, I think the head honchos at Fox weren't super happy with how blatantly sexual all of phallic. Yeah. Geeger's artwork was, um, cowards. And I think, I think they also, (laughs) yeah, I think they also weren't super happy with how blatantly sexual the entire movie was going to be portrayed, you know? Sure. Uh, so uh, I, I think Ridley Scott was a, a really huge advocate for everybody, um, who was behind that movie when he put his foot down and he was like, I'm, I'm going to make this the way that I want to, um, which More is exactly penises. what that's exactly what George Lucas got with 20th Century Fox too. That was the mm-hmm. only studio that that really let him complete his vision. So uh, I love hearing stories about Fox where peop- the story is the artist wouldn't take executive notes and then they made something beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Just like wow, Fox. Well, because they don't know what the fuck they're it's talking so obvious. about. Yeah. It's very... Executives never listen to. Listen to your producer. Yeah. yeah. That's um, all I have to say. Yeah, Fox has historically... Or listen historically... to those people on that podcast you like. <laughs> yes, like us. Fox has historically um, let things slide for movies that other um, studios didn't, didn't want. Like uh, Young Frankenstein... Fox was the only studio that was going to let them shoot the movie in black and white. Did you say Anne Frankenstein? Yep. Jesus, that's a concept. So oh what? <laughs> I heard. What? I, I swear to God, I heard Katie or Cam. Katie, Jesus, oh I swear God. to God, I heard Cammy say Anne Frankenstein, and I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "What? You know." The I'm Mel getting Brooks old. Classic Anne Frankenstein. <laughs> no, that I want a real director, like a real like Steven Spielberg type, to make an artsy, like powerful movie Anne Frankenstein. <laughs> I have no she's idea what 16. it would be, but I love she's it. She's 16 and beautiful, but she's got one major problem. <laughs> she's a Frankenstein. We can rebuild her. We have the technology. Okay, we don't have the technology, but we got we got the parts. 
Cut all this out. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> oh, dear. But we will move, move on to a different Please, subject. God. Um, the original working title while Dan O'Bannon and uh, Ron Chassette were writing this. Um, or actually, Dan O'Bannon wrote like a 30-page script and didn't know where to go from there. And that's why he got Ron Chassette to work with him on it. Um, but that 30-page script was called Memory. And the uh, the original concept was going to be that, like, the, the planet or, like, the ship or the aliens themselves were going to be um, sort of sucking the memory out of the crew. Until, Ooh, like an you know, evil Solaris. Sure. Until everything's hopeless and they don't remember a goddamn thing and it just ends. Um, but yeah, they ended up continuing, changed the name to Star Beast for a while. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it was called um, Alien, ultimately, obviously. And I, Star Beast is not the correct title for that movie whatsoever. No. Nope. No. I'm so hungry I could eat at Starbeast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty hungry. Um, yeah, also the chestburster, uh, if either of you would like to take your phones out right now and Google this so that you can see it, uh, uh, those of you at home can do it too. I don't fucking care. Um, the chestburster <laughs> was based on the Francis Bacon painting Fury. And you'll know exactly why when you Google it. Well, just a moment here. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Bacon. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yep, I could see it. They went into a pretty in-depth... Uh, we, with everything that was sort of based on uh, other artists' work, they, they really went into a tangent about... um the inspirations behind alien the inspiration behind the artwork that inspired oh god so it was it's all very deep and so it's like you have a you have a brief francis bacon and an hr giger documentary all all rolled into very yeah very short but yes so if, if you're prepared to really learn about art and about bacon yeah <laughs> where a lot of these you're baking me crazy ideas came from uh that's exactly what you're gonna get and th- yeah i i'll go no further we can talk about um the movie as a whole but yeah i i recommend it because it's it's a nice deep dive into how the movie came to be and uh yeah it's interesting interesting love interesting. it Definitely have to check that one out again. I remember watching it, uh, I think, like, right when it got put on the shutter. And then totally, uh, I think I watched it over a couple nights. And then um, I remember liking it, but I need to. It's one of those things now I can't even remember what I had for breakfast today. So it's yep. uh, definitely Bacon. something I got to. Oh, yeah, that was it. And I named it Francis. <laughs> Get in my mouth, Francis. I put bacon in the French toast mix to make France's bacon. Mm. <laughs> oh <Francais>. my! <laughs> Ooh la la! Ooh la la! 
Oh my gosh. Anyway. <sighs> Taking a drink of water. Ah. Yes. That means I should take a drink of water. Candy, would you like to take a drink of water? You'll have oh, to wait yeah. till Jarrett's done. I got my new Stanley <laughs> tumbler today. I, I keep wanting to call it a Stanley cup, and then I don't want to confuse people. <laughs> a Stanley tumbler. You know, it's one of those, you know, trendy. It's a tumbler with the word Stanley. Is it flat? It. No. It's not a flat Stanley tumbler. No, no, no. They couldn't get the rights. Son um, of a bitch. This thing keeps cold things cold very, very nicely. It's it's like a like a Yeti or a hydro flask, but it's a cup with a straw. It's a grown up sippy cup that cost me thirty dollars. Uh, the real question, Cammy, is does it keep hot things hot? It does. <gasps> yes, Kyle, it does. Yeah, it's great. Well, Oh, that makes me really happy because the show was sponsored by Stanley today. I wish. Stanley's. Go to Stanley dot com slash spooky time podcast and enter in promo code Alien Memories Dan O'Bannon Suck Script <laughs> uh, for your chance to win five percent off of your purchase. Five percent. Yum. Indeed. Fifty five percent. In addition to your purchase. <laughs> Add it to your pay fifty five percent more above retail. <laughs> There's a pay for it, then they pay for it again, but this time they have to the yeah, they get the discount. First, you have to buy purchase your right to enter the site, and then purchase <laughs> your right for them to ship it to you. Oh, and then they got to slip the mail carrier a twenty just so he doesn't spit on it. Mm-hmm. As long as he doesn't spit Yuck. in it, I could wash the spit off of it. Hawk Patui. Indeed. Should we talk? Should we talk about our favorite scenes of this movie? Let's do it. Jared, you go first. Me? Okay. The spotlight well, shifts to you. Okay. Well, I sent you guys a video of of a scene from this movie, and it's and it's special for a couple reasons. Um, one, I'll, I'll 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 name it off in three scenes i'll just i'll tell you a little bit about the scene the scene is um so we got the scene where it's dallas is crawling through the vents Mm -hmm. of the nostromo being uh navigated by ripley and uh waiting to meet up with like yeah i believe he's waiting to meet up with yafet kodo on the other side and he's just gonna like He's got a flamethrower. He's just going to fucking light this thing up a la um, The Thing. Dallas, you're going to have to hold your position for a minute. I... I've lost the signal. You sure? But look around. Are you sure that it's not there? I mean, it's got to be around there somewhere. Check it out, Lambert. You may be getting interference. Dallas, are you sure there is no sign of it? I mean, it is there. It's got to be around there. Dallas?
which it, yeah. it's kind of funny because Dallas looks just like Kurt Russell in the thing in this movie. Yeah, he kind of does. And then they got you add the flamethrower aspect to it and just like, oh, man, I wonder if that uh, I wonder if John Carpenter was like, I'm going to remake Alien, but like. On Earth. Yeah. But my name's going to be in the title. (laughs) Yes. Um, But so so Dallas is going after uh, the alien and they lose visibility to it. They've got it on a tracker. And then Ripley's like, it's on top of you. And then he's just like, where? Where? And then it just like you see him like turn around and then it's like right there and it gets him. Yeah. Yeah. So spooky. It's like the first time you have like a good visual of the face of the alien. Yeah. Um, that scene is cool for one because it's really suspenseful. It's very like uh, really high intensity. Like, you know, you're 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 you feel your your heart thumping a little bit. Uh, it's cool because up to this point, you still don't because like you watch this movie and you don't necessarily believe Sigourney Weaver is going to be the main character at the end. She has that villain role when she's saying you can't come back in the ship with the infected yes. guy. Yes. She, she, she kind of comes off as, yeah, yeah. like kind of like uh, a Nancy nobody or like, or like oh, we got to play by the rules or some shit. But yes, I, I never really thought of it that way before, but that's a good, uh, that's a good point. And then just how everything escalates, you know, at the end of the movie, she's, you know, last person standing. So and that's so that this scene is fun because it's not quite there yet. And this is really when the power dynamic shifts start. Uh, The third best part about this, this scene is that apparently on a Google Pixel phone, you cannot watch it because it starts it. it, It's been forcing people's phones to uh, restart or just stop working. Why? I don't know. I just I I literally sent that to my phone. Do you have a Google Pixel? No, but the fact that you're asking after you sent it to me. Well, it's a YouTube well, what, video, right? Like, yeah, it's a, yeah. yes, it's a. But I guess like if you watch this, they're like people who I I literally before the show started, I googled Alien, uh, just to see like you know if there was any news or anything coming up, and then that was the first thing that came up from like a couple hours ago. It's like if you have a Google Pixel three and you watch this scene on YouTube in four K, your phone will explode. <laughs> I'm reading the comments of the video now, and like the first five are all just like, "Yeah, I broke my phone." <laughs> oh, oh my dear. god! That's so very interesting. you're welcome. Yeah, I don't know. Ridley uh, Ridley Scott is a. Uh, I think he's anti. He hates the phones, so I think. Uh, I think he did it on purpose. He must have put something on the scene and then re-uploaded it to YouTube because he's still pissed that no one saw the last duel. Um, <laughs> he did blame cell phones duel. and millennials because of that, but. Uh, what an old man. Hey, I saw it. I was there, and I didn't look at my phone once. Dick. I want an apology. Damn. <laughs> I want an apology and a new Google Pixel phone. Yes. Just so I can watch your clip on it and break it. Uh, but no, that's it's an incredible scene. I think this movie is like so well-crafted. Um, I, I have no complaints. No, There's like no lulls that make me want to turn it off or look at my phone or like... Pause it and Google things. Cammy, yeah. what's your favorite scene? Um. Oh boy, what isn't my favorite scene? Well, like the first oh, forty-five the minutes is really slow, but um, it's supposed to be. 
We can't talk about this movie without talking about the chestburster scene. No, ma'am. It's beautiful. And um, everything sort of leading up to that scene after he's attacked is so subtle and spectacular in that subtle kind of way where you've got um, Harry Dean Stanton being like the voice of reason throughout the entire movie, pretty much. He keeps saying right anytime a... (laughs) Anytime, like, a a character is specifically right about something that is probably going to happen in the future, um, if you really look for it, he's like, right, right. Like, like he's agreeing, but it's when you when you look back on it and really see when he's saying it, you're like, oh, he's like, he knows exactly what's going to happen. He's the smart. He's really the smartest one in the whole fucking movie. Um, He knows exactly what's gonna happen the whole time uh i love how big and beautiful the sets in this movie are yeah it's all very giger-esque in the background of of everything and even even like the nostromo itself it's it's all very like complicated the walls and the you know even in places where things don't need to be complicated, um, like their the the like their bed chamber, like the, where they have their little pods, you know, it's yeah. still got that like 
that crazy, almost like tubing effect on the walls. The only place in the whole movie that isn't really like complicated in the background is like the medical bay where it's uh-huh. super bright. Yeah. You know, because of course you have to do like surgery and shit. Um, and th- yeah, that's the only place where you feel sort of like, ah, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I'm not being. The walls aren't closing in on me. Yeah. It's... Everything is so like mechanical and cold feeling. Um, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. And gooey, like wet. Like, why is it raining in space? Who gives a fuck? I don't know. <laughs> You know, this, yeah, this movie has a lot more, like, weird plot holes than, um, I, I'd say, like, 2001, where everything was done so meticulously because it was a Stanley Kubrick movie. Um, yeah. Where, with this one, like, Dan O'Bannon and Ridley Scott were really, like, we're gonna do this because it feels right, not necessarily because it's completely realistic, like when you've got yeah. nobody on the ship and you've got those sippy birds just going by themselves and you see like the the like paper blowing in the wind but you're like where is where is this breeze coming from we're in the middle of a spaceship you know the heating vent yeah sure it's like right a little numbers. fan somewhere i don't know but um but yeah it the back it's me back down on earth i'm the little fan i love you alien <laughs> <laughs> the sets are, are beautiful but yeah uh back to the chest burster scene it's it's glorious it's beautiful you don't see it coming until it's right there hits you in the face and everything's covered in blood it's excellent beautifully done incredible i remember re-watching that for the first time in a really long time i think but the day we were going to go see prometheus and that yeah. was back when i was a real twitter snob Oh. And I was like live tweeting Alien, and I was just like, John Hurt got um dot 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 hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Hash, hashtag Alien. My one funny tweet. Wow. Har har. Hardy har har. Yeah. If I was in charge, I would have gave Harry Dean Stanton and Yafet Kodo like an extra percentage above everybody else. One and a half shares. Yeah. Because I like them. <laughs> they were... Them and Sigourney are the only members of the crew that I actually like. Like, the rest yeah. of them are all... Yeah. But those three. Those three have got something special. They're fabulous. Ash is Cammie, did you dick. have... A, it, who? Uh, oh, God. Ian Holmes? Fuck, oh, my God. Fuck Ash. Fucking Bilbo. He's the worst. Ugh. It's because he's a robot. Yeah. He's a robot who was built and programmed to be misogynistic. To be a a cuck. Isn't that (laughs) crazy? Like, the way that he talks and the way that he treats Ripley by, like, overriding her, or undermining her, I guess, is a better word to use, um, you know, letting them out of the airlock and just sort of completely controlling everything while pretending he's not controlling everything, um, did everyone did everyone know he was a he was a a, um, a synthetic or like a a, no. a robot? No. no one knew. Okay, no, huh. nobody nobody on the ship knew. And they didn't even mention that robots were a thing 
before his reveal, right? Like that I was just completely so. out of the blue. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Just turns out he is a robot who was programmed to hate women. Um, because like especially <laughs> love aliens. Yeah, especially like <laughs> later on. Um, they mentioned this in in the documentary that I was watching. They like. Why the fuck is he rolling up a magazine and shoving it in her mouth, down her throat, when he could have very that easily always done confused something else? Me. He could have very My easily only thought was, suffocated her. He needs a way to kill her without like leaving any out, outer marks, and yeah. I guess yeah, shoving a magazine I, down her throat worked. It's pure patriarchy. It's pure misogyny. And it's like, when you really look deep into what this movie is kind of telling us, um, especially from a sort of feminist viewpoint, you're like, damn, I can't believe they did this all the way back in the 70s. You know? Because a lot of it well, feels... Um, oh, go ahead, sorry. ...present, sorry. almost. You know? Like, like, it feels like the type of very subtle feminism and, I don't know, just... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like commentary <laughs> that you would see in a movie now, um, mm-hmm. and, but it's not very heavy-handed. And if you're just watching Alien to watch Alien, you're not going to pick up on that at all. But yes, it's, it's so yeah. it's such a deep film. I said that with my eyes closed. Film. <laughs> <laughs> there is the, there is that deleted scene though where um, it's before the events of the of the movie happen. And uh, she's working on the crossword puzzle. And then Ian Holm walks in and says, I thought I left my crossword puzzle here. And she just says, oh, I'm sorry. That was yours. I was doing it. And then he looks down and he's just like, my crossword puzzle. Um, and he did the whole thing. So I th- and she did the whole. She's like, oh, you, you, you did it all. And she's like, yeah. And a, and a new record, too. And then he's just like, oh, oh, oh dear. Oh, oh, oh dear. And then. um. So I think it was a personal kill that he did that. <laughs> you know, he shoved it down. He's like, you love the crossword so much. Fucking eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Duh. He was going there to yeah. he was going there to kill her regardless. And it was just a coincidence that she had just learned. <laughs> the <truth. laughs> yes. He was just biding was, his time. The alien hasn't gotten her yet. I guess I have to step in. La la la. It's an ash attack. Hiya. <laughs> ash first <laughs> <Earth>, evil dead. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, this movie would only be better if Bruce if Bruce uh, Campbell were, were in it. I think he should be in the second one. He would fit better. Oh damn! Oh my god! Him and fucking I him and uh, Bill Pullman should no. That's not Bill Pullman. That Paxton. Bill Paxton. Him and Bill Paxton could have been like brothers in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Game Imagine over, how much, man. How much better the final scene with uh, Ripley in the mech suit would have been if he had strapped a chainsaw to one of the hands <laughs> just oh my god strapped it in fired up and just groovy and then she attacks <laughs> the ripley i gave your suit some uh, upgrades it's gonna be groovier now <laughs> even groovier hachi machi ash thanks uh, oh dear kyle oh. uh did, did you have anything else you wanted to say about your favorite scenes cammy or or is it kyle's turn Kyle, go. Tell Kyle, us. go. Okay. Um, something they didn't shoot, and I'm happy they didn't, but it's fun to think about now, 
is how the face hugger got what's his name john hurt sure is because he's got the the helmet on when it attacks him Uh uh-huh it's it melts the helmet but his face has no burns on it and it had to get into the helmet and it's just imagining that scene taking place where the the face hugger has to take a couple leaps at him to get through the helmet and to actually latch itself on i would like to see that but i understand that they could not have done that justice with the special effects they had at the time sure mm-hmm. i how could did, how I did could he see that? that just you're on an alien planet and the spider thing just keeps leaping bodily at your face and suddenly your your helmet's melting you're panicking it's like is there air you don't know and then it finally gets you and it's ugh. it's got crawling around your helmet yeah. until it can get the positioning just right and those fingers yeah. oh god yeah like i'm doing the finger thing mm-hmm. three knuckles right ugh. wizard In fingers here. Truly alien. Uh, I love the look of the spaceship. I love the idea of non-aerodynamic looking spaceships. Just because there's no point to being aerodynamic. (laughs) There is no air in space that you're trying to get through. I love that it's just like, yeah, we got these three like spires and then there's a base. And that's our spaceship. Yes. Space castle. Yes. I want to see more of those in movies going forward. Give me the Borg cube. That's always really cool to look at. <laughs> Another thing about this movie, and in my mind when I was watching it this time, I was constantly comparing it to Prometheus because I hate Prometheus. <laughs> um, oh, boy. And just the idea that this movie, I think we said it earlier in the episode, like there's, it's everything like it needs to be, like there's no extra moments stuffed in of like Ripley talking about how she dreamed of the stars when she was a kid or some shit. Yeah. It's just... The space truckers find a problem. They're trying to deal with it. All their pr- solutions don't work, and then they have to blow up the ship. It's a realistic depiction of like how people would deal with this kind of infestation. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. It's way more a real slice of life versus like like you had just said. Like, there's no there's no like heartfelt scene where it's like you know like right after they bring John Hurt in, he's in the medical bay, and then it's like. Ripley in Dallas talk. He's like, Ripley, why'd you want to get into this business anyway? And she's like, ever since I was a little girl, I've loved stars. Yeah. Sky was full of gas. My greatest fear so is, am I. My greatest fear is aliens, so I figured I have to conquer my fear by attacking <laughs> them. Uh, yeah, because it's not real. It's, it's, it's bullshit. Yeah, that's just Hollywood being like, we want to let our actors act, and so we're going to change the story to make it worse so that they have a chance to act and I don't. It, it makes it worse. It does. Like, Agreed. Prometheus like had all the had all the pieces that Alien has going into it. Like, it's got the space truckers. It's got the you know mysterious planet that they're landing on. It's got this strange thing happening. But they just like like a movie executive kind of hopping to me like, oh, like what if Charlie's Theron has daddy issues? And we spent a good fifteen minutes just dealing with that. You know, you we're not going to talk about the took aliens. The words out of my mouth. Okay, are we going to talk about Prometheus? Yeah. Yes, that'll be uh, week five. Okay, because there, there, there's literally a scene that pisses me off so much in that movie where it's like she finishes a sentence, like when she's talking to um, Guy Pierce, and then like a beat goes by, and then she just says "dad," and I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Like, yeah. okay, this is so fucking stupid. Meh. But um, I remember Probably like rolling so my eyes in the theater, like, just like, ugh. 
Oy vey. Jewish exorcist me, please. <laughs> I'd rather be watching the Jewish exorcist. And the guy behind you is like, yeah, buddy. And you high five. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, meet me in the men's room. I'm like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Hoorah. <laughs> Uh, but this movie, yeah. start to finish, I love it. I love realistic depictions of a first encounter with aliens. Hell yeah. It's one of my favorite subgenres of science fiction. It's so good. Uh, yeah, yeah, easily the best and most realistic, um, in my opinion, uh, what that encounter may look like. Like, not to say that the xenomorph is not intelligent, but it's... It's a newborn. Uh, yeah. If you want to say it's intelligent. Like yeah. It's, it's, a ba- it's going a baby. purely on instinct. And then, I don't know, because we'll get into this next time, too, about, like, uh, um, in Aliens, because they it, it's like they know what xenomorphs are at that point. Yeah. Like in Alien. They know the rules. In, yeah, in Alien. Because they're like, oh, it's a bug hunt or something. Like, they know. And I'm like, what? Like, holy shit. Well, yeah. the bug hunt, I think, refers to something else. I'd have to watch the movie a little closer, but I think they make reference to maybe there are like literal bugs that they have to kill on other planets or if it's just the way that they refer to enemies in the space Marines. Yucky space bugs. Ew, it's got four feelers instead of the traditional eight. (laughs) Ah. Uh, Yeah, I love this movie too. It's amazing. It's great. I, uh, I, I don't, I remember thinking when I was young, like, I think it was around the time Alien Resurrection came out, and I'm like, Alien, what a crappy franchise. Thanks a lot, Fox. And then, but like, <laughs> but that's like stuff you, you know, you're a kid and you still haven't seen shit, but you have an opinion on it, which I like will never understand. Yeah. But, uh, so, I'm, they, these movies fucking rule. These, they're amazing. They're, they're great. Never not love. Xenomorph is my favorite movie monster of all times. It really did give me nightmares as a child. <laughs> Did you guys ever this? go to okay. Disney World and go on the great movie ride in in um, Hollywood Studios? No, ma'am. Do they no. shoot facehuggers at you? Huh? Do they like shoot facehuggers at you as you're going through the ride? No, but it's it... like it was presented by TCM. It's not there anymore, and I'm really pissed off about it because it was like one of my favorite rides at Disney World. But it took you through like the different eras of like uh, movies in history, you know, and so. You go through, like, the silent era phase, and then you go through, like, the set for The Wizard of Oz, and then you just, you know, you keep going. I think Casablanca, um, Singing in the Rain is one of them. And there's there's one part where you go through Alien. And it's terrifying. One of, like, there there was one that, like, came out upside down, out of the ceiling. Like onto you almost, and then there was another. I think one I've that seen would, like, the clip of it out of the wall. Oh my god, it was so scary. There was another ride in Magic Kingdom that was called like the Extraterrestrial Experience or something like that. That was originally going to be an alien ride, but they had to change Oof. it, and I don't remember why. Um, but yeah, that would have been terrifying as well. But yeah, I <laughs> those those two rides no longer exist. And one of them never hey, existed man. in the first place. Disney just really needs to make sure that this new alien movie doesn't suck. And honestly, I because I, from all I'm hearing is the um, Galaxy's Edge numbers are dwindling by the minute. And that really um, sucks because it looks really fucking cool. 
yeah, I would love to go there, but yeah. you know, it's 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 just a. I just, I just this last trilogy of Star Wars has just really left a bad taste in my ma- in my mouth yeah. when like barely two thirds of it is good and I'm just like Meh. I, but you know I could it, do a whole episode on what they need to do with all of the parks in general and I'm not even pop talking culture there <laughs> very often that's um, that's a that's a pop talking culture right there Cami excellent yes we'll have to do let's that let's do day. it yes I love it okay. Coming next week, Pop Talking Culture, Cammy, Cammy's uh, theme park <laughs> adventure. Wee. All right. Just kidding. Ooh. But soon, though, maybe. I can see yeah, I don't know. Do you want cooking. Do... Ah, it's a cooker, she says. Should we rate this movie? Yes. How are we going to rate this movie? Um, oh, man. One through four aliens. And <laughs> if it's the best thing you've ever seen, it gets... The alien alien cubed. No, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it stinks. One through five escape pods. Chess and if it's the best oh, thing you've ever seen, it gets the Nostromo. Ooh. One through five mysterious signals, or if it's the greatest thing you ever heard, it gets away from her, you bitch. <laughs> That's not even in this movie. One, It'll be in the next one. One through five spaces. Chest bursters. Yes. One through five chest bursters. And if it's the best thing you've ever seen, it gets the xenomorph. The Wayland yutani mommy. Ooh. <laughs> one Mother's through five milk. bug hunts. Or if it's the best thing, it gets a magazine in the mouth for some reason. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. One through five. One through five uh, chest bursters. Or if it's the best thing you've ever seen, it gets the magazine. It gets your Let's it gets it. Ash's <laughs> New York Times crossword puzzle down your throat. Sure. Fine. I like Let's it. Let's do it. <laughs> you All guys right. are so kind. Who's going first? I'll I, go first. and Go start this off with a good old magazine in my mouth because man yes what my favorite one of my favorite movies of all time yeah hands down i rewatch it every time it's like wow this is just quality suck that magazine kyle (laughs) what's a three-letter word for vehicle (laughs) car (laughs) stupid ass it's like the kids one (laughs) it was the kids (laughs) one the whole time half of it's done in crayon (laughs) the cow goes blank Three that was the one that stumped him. He had to walk away. And so Ripley finished. You that. wrote. He wrote <laughs> the woo. cow goes ash. <laughs> he wrote woo w o o. Woo. So close. <laughs> so, woo. So all of his answers are woo, which is. Jared, how about I'm you? giving this the mag- magazine down my throat. Yeah. Yep. Magazine down my throat. Cammy. Is this the first time we oh. all had a magazine down our throat at the same time? In in agree? So I think hot. so. <laughs> I, mean, I think, this is, I think a, it is. Yeah, this is the first time we've canonically all canonically our favorite movie so far. The big one. And I, I will gluck gluck that scene. Yeah. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> oh, baby. Well, well, <laughs> oh. you heard it here first, folks. Our first ever. Um, best movie we Hat have trick. ever seen across the board. The magical, the technically a six, 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 six. Pick up Ooh. sticks. Um, 
that has been um that has been our our talk on alien and alien uh related properties we will be back next week to continue the franchise of alien with uh the cleverly titled aliens <laughs> i love that for them and for us <laughs> me too i loved oh, it when my... predator did it uh, that was fun too yeah Oh my goodness. Well, until next time, you can find me, your boy, J Dog, J Dizzle and the Hizzle on Instagram at J Likes Movies. Boy, howdy, I do. Cammy, where can we find you? You can find me on the floor at LaBemmy's, but you can also find me. <laughs> <laughs> She's okay now. Cammy, you can't do 12 shots in under a minute. It's impossible. You can also Never tell her the odds. Find me on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. Um, if you want to follow our show, what we're doing uh, on Instagram, you can follow us at Spooky Time Presents. Kyle, where can we find you? Twitter. Cool. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but no. Yeah. Twitter, Five Goes West. You know how to spell it. You're smart guys. You know, trying to get um, Cammy not to drive that car did play out a lot like the scene of Ripley trying to tell. Um, oh, please. The, not trying to get them to <laughs> enter the ship. I'm just joking. <laughs> I wasn't drunk. I anyway. don't think. I don't uh, think the viewers at home all know that we were all out drinking the other night, which is an important context oh, to these jokes we're making. Right. We were all out drinking the other night, but Cammy wasn't drunk. She would just has weak knees because <laughs> sure she swoons do. easily. I swooned. That I seems got to the, be the opposite problem. I've never experienced she of her boyfriend the vapors before. Like that was <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Someone get this girl a mint and julep. <laughs> And then, exactly. a, and then a man ran out in a white suit and he's like, here you go. I got to go, though, so I can finish writing my novels. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or kill my mother. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> this flower is Someone Wilton. call a doctor. <laughs> this flower is Wilton. <laughs> at a dangerous rate. Oh, my goodness. Well, Kyle, do you have a uh, well, Patreon promise? I was just about to do that. Yes. What is it going to be? Give me a second. I need to use my, my noodle. I can see your noodle. From oh. here. You know what? There it is. Uh, if we get another <laughs> a single f- new $5 donation in between now and the airing of our next episode, uh, Jarrett and Cammy, if you're willing to join me for this, we're going to do an episode talking about the different styles of pasta. Yes. What's linguine versus angel hair? Oh, Find yes. out for $5. <laughs> Bless you. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like a horrible time. So if someone wants to punish Will? me, donate $5 <laughs> to Patreon. I love pasta. Slash. Let's Spooky do it. Time. I like pasta. I like eating pasta. I don't like talking about it. I'll talk about it's it. It's card- called farfalla because that's the Italian word for butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> All that and more for $5. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah, that's that's the show. Goodbye. Oh.